Welcome to Top Brew, the show that is best served fresh. This is episode 42. Our sponsor this episode is Thrasher Coffee. So shop at thrashercoffee.com for specialty roasts and use the coupon code THINKSTHRASHER to get 25% off. I am Joe Darnell, and joining me today is our returning special guest, Mr. John Giuliano. Hey, Joe. Hey, John. This is a, a, this is a first. You are our, our first returning guest. Wow, I'm, I'm honored to be back. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. I have been seeing that you have been talking up about coffee on your website, brew coffee manually, and you are always active on Instagram. You're sharing some good, delicious coffee pictures there. And I thought I should, uh, yeah, should check in because you've done some interesting things in the last several months. Sounds good. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad to be back and I, I love talking about coffee and I've been enjoying listening to the podcast and the things you guys have been talking about since the last time I've been on. So thanks for having me. Let's see. Uh, we had you on episode 27, which was a good while ago. That was, that was many, many moon cycles ago, many coffee brews ago, many coffee brews ago, for sure. I was trying to look back and, uh, remember exactly when that was. Do you remember the, the date when, when, when I came on? Yes, it was. If I just call this up here, I can find out a little snappy like July the 29th, July 29th. So yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're months and months away from that. It's been a big, uh, we got summer and part of fall gone. So yeah, lots happened. We we've almost missed pumpkin spice. We've gone past all the frappuccinos. Yes. It's all smooth sailing from here on. All we got to worry about is Thanksgiving and Christmas roasts. That's right. Christmas blends and gear for uh, gifts. That's it. Oh yeah. You know, speaking of Christmas gifts, really coffee is the best thing you can give in the world. Anything to do with coffee, as long as it doesn't have, you know, this, uh, siren on the package, you're good to go. <laughs> That's true. I, I agree with that. It's good. I always like to get, uh, coffee for a gift or coffee implements and mugs and stuff. But, but don't you just love it when you go to a gift game exchange at the family party or the church party and somebody's like, I got something special. Here are some Starbucks gift cards. Woohoo! Yeah. It's like, that is, that is, like the lamest gift game exchange gift ever that's yeah unless it's like a white elephant i guess or something and you know, <laughs> so you got like a bear cookie jar or something or uh, some gift cards yeah <laughs> i'd like i'd rather have like a nice uh ceramic mug or something but what do you think well i know this is off topic but what do you think of the new cup that's just you know red hotly debated starbucks coffee cup that's just red it's a uh, it's a good thing that i just found out about this yesterday i'm not that plugged into to everything and uh i really just don't care yeah i mean like it's just a mug people <laughs> there are there are like tens of thousands of coffee mugs in america today all different designs is what i mean and it, what does it matter if we just have a red white and green coffee mug in the spirit of christmas without text or artwork on it i mean it's it's just a mug do you need a do you need to make a statement with every coffee mug of the year yeah, I just yeah, I think it's a something that kind of got blown out of proportion and uh, you know, kind of gained its own steam and it's I think it'll probably fizzle here shortly, hopefully, and we'll get back to just drinking and enjoying coffee. Yeah, 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 <laughs> me too. And that, that's the way I like our the, the true spirit of the season, right? Just enjoy coffee. That's that's what it's about. That's right. <laughs> now, you've been very active writing and photographing <laughs> photographing coffee and stuff on the instagram and the like what do you use to take your pictures i was curious it doesn't look like you're using a simple snapshot off of your smartphone well mostly uh most of them are i guess half of them would be with my iphone 
And then the ones that are for, the, I, I'll normally repost my blog pictures on there, the ones that I use for like the title of my blog, and those will be with my DLC, D, DSLR camera. Hmm. Probably my favorite ones on there are the ones for my, actually my father-in-law took, or he took a couple ones for some of my blog posts about coffee outside and stuff. And those ones, he's got a, a pretty nice camera that he, he takes pictures with, with like the big lens and stuff. So it's about 55th iPhone and then uh, the nice, nicer digital cameras. Okay, very nice. And the one picture I see there, it has www.brewingcoffeemanually.com. And it has what looks like wh what kind of coffee pour over is this over top of a campfire mug? What is this? Oh, that's a uh, that's a bee house brewer. Oh, okay. So, I like the silhouette. Yeah, that's good. That's a, that's based on one of the that's actually based on one of the pictures that uh, I had on my blog. I think it's uh, changed a little bit. But one of my coffee outside pictures was I think the inspiration for that uh, silhouette. But uh, yeah. Now, what do you do? I you you also have this other image of what looks like the the classic Chemex, and you use this symbol on the new notebook. We're going to talk about a little bit later. Where did you get the artwork for the Chemex? You know, I uh, I ran a, a contest on one of the the uh, design websites. I was I wasn't sure if I wanted. I, I was like I was talking to my wife. I was like I think you know I'd like to kind of do a t-shirt i'm a huge i love t-shirts like coffee t-shirts and stuff uh so i was like i think i want to make a t-shirt for the year of the blog but um and i you know i know you know some designers and stuff but i didn't know what i wanted or anything so i tried one of these sites where you just do like a you know a set a, a fee and then it's like a competition a bunch of people submit designs and stuff and um that was you know on one of the designs that the, the winning design was uh was that Chemex, and then I just took that out and made it into a, a stamp. So that's mm. basically what uh, what that is, just part of the one of the T-shirt designs. So excellent! It yeah. really came out nicely. Yeah, I'm. I like. I'm really into like. I like like letterpress look and like stamps and stuff. So really, the scrapbookers have all the stamps and stuff. I'm like a manual brewing scrapbooker now. Mm. <laughs> well, you have so many interesting things on your blog at this point. You've been going for a year now. Congratulations. Your blog, Brew Coffee Manually, is turned one year old. Yeah, it's I gotta correct you here real quick. It's uh just so people don't get lost. It's it's uh, brewing coffee manually. So um just Oh okay, right. Support, I'm so. thinking about your Twitter your Twitter handle, which is B R U, yeah. I know I'd say I couldn't get the brewing all the way in the the thing. So today actually is the first uh the, I had my first post a year ago today. So um Congratulations. Yeah, thank you, thank you. One of the things I really enjoy about your blog is that you're introspective as well as addressing coffee topics. You're giving people a constant view of what you're thinking behind the curtain. You're, you have like your colorful commentary going in and out with the content concerning your coffee interest. And that's one of the great things about this, this kind of subculture where coffee is about coffee and the people who make it. And, and that is one of the strong points is that it's very personable so you go into any sort of craft coffee house, you can have a great conversation with the Bruce, you know, the, the baristas, and you can have a great conversation with coffee roasters because they're like Doc Brown and Back to the Future, right? You can't shut them up when they want to talk about gigawatts. That's and true. If you're going to talk, about, <laughs> you're going to talk with a craft coffee person about coffee, whether or not they're a little bit, a little bit snooty, a little bit snobby about it they have a lot to share. They have a lot of personal experience. And in your, in your case, it's interwoven with your experience, your journey writing and your journey in photography. 
So you wrote a post about this and it's about what John learned the first year writing about coffee. Yeah, I did. I, I've always wanted to do some writing and stuff, but it's not, I don't have a, a writing background. I went to college for math, so different than writing. Just, just a little bit. Just a little <laughs> bit, yeah. So I probably couldn't do any, uh, any uh, complex math equations anymore. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was absolutely, was really, I think I said, I was acutely aware of like the, when teaching someone something just really like nails it down for you. It's just crazy to me how uh, there was a couple of things that I was kind of, I thought I knew about till I tried to explain it. And I was like, you know, I just don't know as much as I thought about this. And I did some research and stuff. And then once I put it in my own words and wrote a, a post on it, I was like, I got this down now. I could explain it to anyone. So I think that was one of the things that I really like, like made me appreciate writing and blogging more. And I, I was just, I was actually joking around with uh, someone uh, on on Twitter the other day, and I was saying that uh, you know maybe I should just do another blog for everything else I need to learn in my life. You know, just write some about it, or put it. I maybe I just put stuff on Medium or something. But I think that's been really great uh, for me just to learn. My wife helps me with my grammar too. I think I've been learning more about grammar too. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, and then maybe some of your photography skills too. I can imagine. But but here's your stats. I like that you put together your stats. You got 40 blog posts, and that's pretty good for a good 54, uh, sorry, 52 weeks. That's more than 44,000 words. Yeah, wow. I went through and counted each one. I guess I averaged. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I didn't count each word. They have a summary at the bottom of the page. So. <laughs> that, that took a couple of weeks to, just there to count the words. Exactly, yeah. So, and a lot of cups of coffee. <laughs> yeah, to sacrifice a couple uh, blog posts just to count all the words. <laughs> And over 1,300 tweets. Ben, you're a better tweeter than I am. You've really you got a tweet storm going on over there. <laughs> and you got your Instagram. You know, you need to link to Instagram somewhere near the top of your website. I just, uh, I think that that's a lot of value for the things that you, the content you have going on at Manual Coffee Brewing. A widget or something or a link in the sidebar towards the top. M maybe knock down the link to the privacy policy out of the main navigation. Put that in the footer. Oh, there you go. And put Instagram up there. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I need to do a little uh, kind of housekeeping along the blog. I haven't really messed around with the, some of those things in a little bit. So. The, and next year, the next in the stat, you got one podcast appearance. And, and that, that for that reason, we needed to get you back on our show. Yeah, we had to correct That's that. That's true. I was going to say, uh, you know, I was like, oh, we're right on the bubble here. I was going to put a little thing in there like the next one's coming soon. But uh, I was like, well, we'll just surprise everyone. It'll be a pleasant surprise. Uh, but the, see, that's the thing. There's not really enough people talking about coffee and podcasts as of now. There, there's still just one other show I know of. And then there's our show. And I've, I, I'm kind of feeling like there's just a, a vacuum of opportunity here that a lot of the excellent uh, coffee enthusiasts have things to say but they're keeping them reserved to quick tweets and to Instagram feeds with their beautiful pictures. And I'd like them to open up and generate more uh, spoken conversation. Yeah. All the more power to people like you that are willing to do this. Yeah. Well, thanks for uh, giving us a platform to, uh, you know, to talk about coffee and stuff and people who are in the coffee like to talk about coffee. So now along with the, the first year you're, you're also introducing some uh, gear for the people who read your website, the, the other craft enthusiasts. And this was a t-shirt, your first t-shirt design. How did this come about? And are you wearing one right now? <laughs> I, you know, I don't have any yet. I, uh, uh, we had a little bit of a problem getting the layout figured out and 
choosing someone to print them. So hopefully they're going to finish today or tomorrow and ship out. So I'm all I have is a mock-up right now for a picture, but I wanted to release it with the uh, with the one year. So I got I should have the the actual T-shirt in hand, and maybe have my uh, follow. I'll take a couple pictures of me brewing in it for the uh, the sales page. As I, we kind of talked about this a little earlier, but. I had a uh, t-shirt design contest um, on one of the you know the design websites. This is the one I chose. I actually ended up getting a couple of them for future if it works out good. So hopefully you could see more uh, t-shirts, uh, uh, manual brewing t-shirts in the future. Yeah, this is a really good design. I, I like the idea of your caption at the bottom. Choose your weapon. And you got different coffee brewing presses and, and the like together. The one I, I don't recognize, and forgive me, everybody, I'm, maybe I'm just not nerdy enough about presses but there is one here i don't recognize it kind of looks like a combination french press and hair dryer <laughs> yeah it looks, yeah that's uh that's uh i yeah i had a um that's a pretty obscure one but i like how it looks it's uh i think it's the, the freud uh, cafeteria they call it so it's it's basically just a french press but i i like how it looks it's like a stainless steel look with a wooden handle but uh, on the shirt it kind of looks more like kind of like vintage like diver nautical i was like oh that's cool i like it i'll uh keep that on there and it fits good with the theme and it's a little different you know i think if you're thinking like a a choose your weapon type thing you would have like at least one like exotic weapon on yes there. yes because yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's got the grip it's got the grip handle on the side so it may it may be a device out of dr no it may be a time machine a coffee brewer i'm not sure yeah exactly it's on there you could use it if you want <laughs> mm. good good design thanks now, what are what excites you looking at the year ahead? Do you think you'll make appearances at any coffee conferences and conventions and meetups? You know, how far do you want to take your interest? Yeah, I would like to go to a couple of, there's a couple of coffee events in Chicago that I'd like to go to. I mean, the problem is I, I work on Saturdays. We I actually already bid all my time off for next year, like last week for the whole 2016. So it's kind of hard for me to like choose days off. So, and it's hard to get it. But, uh, as far as also with coffee, I want to, uh, kind of, I have a couple local roasters that I've been trying to get together with and go roast with and kind of write a, a thing about them. And, and for whatever reason, I've kind of been like a little, like I always like put it off cause it's like a little outside my comfort zone. Just a little bit of extra homework. It's like a, the next step for me is hard to like go and like interview someone. I don't know it's like a different way of putting yourself out there. So, but I got I got something lined up actually for next week. I'm going out and roasting with Eric or Fresh Ground Roast. So hopefully there'll be something on the uh, blog about that soon. Once you put it out there, you know it's hard to to take it back. So it's still kind of I'm still developing some stuff. But I got some good uh, good ideas that uh, I'm kind of sifting through right now. Okay. Well, we'll take a moment to thank our sponsor this week. My thanks to Thrasher Coffee for supporting the Top Brew Podcast and the website. Thrasher is the incredible small-town coffee roaster out of Dallas, Georgia. This is a little place in the country that you may have never heard of. They roast to order in small batches, so if you place an order right now, the coffee you receive will be roasted soon after. It's not sitting around in barrels growing stale, waiting for somebody to buy it like the big coffee commodity companies do. Everything here is fresh, and that makes a huge difference to the coffee enthusiasts. Since you're listening to Top Brew, like John... You already have done your research, and you know that craft coffee has such a delightful culture. Sure, everybody drinks coffee, but when you really start to explore the craft, there's a huge world that opens up to you. The flavor profiles and little notes that you look for in a good cup are just as complex and fun as craft beer or fine wine. 
So part of craft coffee is the experience that you have understanding your favorite beverage better. And the roasters at Thrasher have written many articles to dispel myths and cultivate a better appreciation for coffee and how people can personalize their beverages to make the best drinks of a lifetime. And with Thrasher's coffee, you're all set. So let's talk about their value. It's all about the bang for your buck, right? Thrasher's discounts are really awesome if you're a serious coffee drinker or you want to give some fresh pounds of coffee away as gifts this Christmas. The three pounds every two weeks deal is amazing. And let's say that you want to do one bag of whole beans per month. Well, that's $17.99 and you get a full pound at that price. And shipping is always a $5 rate for every mail order. And we have an exclusive promo for our listeners for the month of November. Use the code THANKSTHRASHER, all is to one word, and you'll get 25% off of your order. So shop for yourself and Christmas gifts at thrashercoffee.com and jump on the special deal. Support small business, support great coffee, and keep listening to a great show. My thanks to Thrasher Coffee for supporting the Top Brew Podcast. So uh, the last question I have for you, John in pertaining to your your year of writing, your year of coffee making, what what things do you do on a week to week basis? You know, how do you exercise your interests? Um, I mean, what what do I do in, in the coffee? Yeah, how how much time do you spend Instagramming? How much time do you spend writing? I found while I was doing it earlier on for Top Brew, I spent a lot of time writing, and I I have, I'm very proud of the articles we have at TopBrew.fm. But I found that m- my value was best served in the podcasts because there are a lot of articles online about coffee and they're excellent, but a lot of the content can be timeless and there's only so much you can do with the written word. And sometimes you just need to create other forms of media so that people can appreciate what you're describing or what you're talking about from a different light. And so I, got a- I drifted away from writing. And now I have the show. I do, I do a little research from week to week. We take notes in, uh, from week to week. And my co-host and I, we spend some time drinking coffee and discussing the brewing tools that we're using. So for me, it's a few hours of investment and just a lot of drinking throughout the week to execute on the Top Brew podcast. Altogether, we probably spend, uh, I'd say, maybe 10 hours a week. I spend about maybe 10 hours a week on the Top Brew show. And I'm just curious about like, what do you do from week to week for your online coffee interests? Uh, this was something that was in a section of your article about what you've learned in this past year. Oh yeah. Um, week to week, as far as like my schedule and stuff, I try to do, I try to minimize my impact of the actual blogging and writing that has on uh, my family time. So I normally get up, uh, I kind of work a weird schedule. So um, I'm home, I'm off during the week and I work weekends and stuff. So on my, on my days off, I normally get up at like around five or so and kind of work on uh, posts for the week and stuff. And then I'll have my, uh, I try to finish it on uh, Tuesday morning and I have my wife kind of read it and edit it. And I take a picture during the kids nap time on, on Tuesday and then uh, try to get it out on Tuesday normally. Wednesday, I, I try to do more uh, reading articles, catching up on social media. I try not to let the social media kind of invade like every part of my day. I try to just kind of like spend like, uh, you know, a little bit of time in the morning and then um, maybe on my lunch break if I'm at work or in the evening, but not kind of like have a constant checking of it and stuff. It's something that's keep a distance from that. Sometimes just, you know, it's, it's been like quality time with my family and stuff and not always... Yeah, you know, like Instagram, uh, my pictures there, most of those are either, you know, blog pictures that I've taken or just, you know, organic pictures. Like, I should take a picture of this and put it on Instagram. All in all, I probably spend about six hours or so probably on each 
each post, you know, depending if there's more research heavy or something, it might be more. Okay. Can I just say too, that I think you and uh, Eric do a great job on this podcast. Just you guys are a great team and I, I've been enjoying, I've listened to a lot more podcasts since when I was on last time. I just like how you interact and stuff. And, uh, and next time you talk to Eric, tell him hello and uh, enjoy what you guys are doing. Thanks. Well, you know, he's going to hear this before I interact with him next, probably. So you could just say hi. <laughs> hi, Eric. I, I like uh, I like what you bring to the show there. Yeah, he, he's got his nose to the grind right now. He's got his headphones on. I see him over the roaster. Well, my mind's eye can see him yeah. hunkered over the roaster <laughs> right now. Some uh, time later this Wednesday afternoon while he's listening to the show. So All right. yeah, that's what he's doing. Well, the reason I ask about how you format your writing schedule and all is that this segues into the last topic I wanted to get to and really uh, something that intrigues me. I, I don't fully understand the interest in. So I wanted you to better explain it to me is that uh, coffee journaling, you know, this is something that a lot of the coffee enthusiasts want to do They, you know, you got your people who want to journal about their, their life, you know, so they keep a journal well into their adulthood. And that makes perfect sense. I, I keep a journal off and on. I do my best to try and write in it a few times a week. But then there's also this desire, this pull I have to write about my, my work life. Sometimes I slip into that mode where my journal is about what, I, what work I'm working on this weekend, the challenges I face so that I can kind of process the things that I'm working on for clients. And so I spend a lot of time journaling about my work. What I see from a lot of the, the hobbyists, though, is that y'all want to talk about coffee in your journal. What, what is the motivation behind writing about coffee? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, this all started kind of when I, I, turned, uh, I turned 30 last year, and I was like, I want to read a book, you know, a nonfiction book a week for my whole 30th year, which I failed miserably. I think I ended up with like maybe 36 or something but so far. But uh, I during the course of this, I read one book by, uh, it was called Drive. And one of the things he talked about there was just, just this concept of kind of pursuing you know, mastery in something and that you, you know, you're never going to get there, but you can always get closer and closer to it. And I was like, this, this applies really well to coffee. And, uh, so I, I wrote this article about it and back in April, just kind of how I was going to use these principles to like improve my brewing and stuff. I was just had coming off this, uh, month where I was only brewing manually, uh, no auto drip, which I actually since continued. And I had noticed that, well, sometimes I made a really great cup of coffee and sometimes I didn't. You know, one of the things I could do to try to improve that was, you know, to kind of keep track. And I kind of analyzed a couple problems I was having as far as like I had a lot of brewers going on and I had a lot of information I was trying to methods I was trying to balance and stuff. So I, I made this big plan that I was going to journal and kind of long story short, I, I fell short of that goal. And it was kind of like this black eye on my blog until I kind of addre I addressed it uh, last week. And I was like, I need to kind of get back out there and either say, am I journaling? Am I not journaling? How do I feel about it? So uh, that led me to uh, what I wrote about uh, last week, which was about journaling and where I, why I think I didn't do uh, that well journaling. Uh, part of the experiment for me is like, yeah, do I, should I be journaling? Is it something that I care about or something that I, I want to keep track of how I brewed every coffee? And uh, I've been doing it for about a week now. I think I've written about 14. I guess it's been almost uh, eight or nine days. It's around the third. So 
I got about 14 things I wrote down in there, just uh, mostly chemics. So that's what I'm working on. Yeah, it's been interesting. It's kind of cool just to look back and see what coffees I wrote and stuff. Well, what I like about a journal is it's usually for your own reference. You're not mm-hmm. you're not concerned about the polish, you know, that you put into in refinement into a blog post. You don't have to worry about your spell checking. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking about an other audience. You're thinking about your lingo. You're thinking about your shorthand and how you can quickly convey concepts to yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you're trying to you're trying to do a blog, you have to think about your reading community and those people are going to have to understand concepts to the you know that you're introducing to them Mm -hmm. whereas the concepts you're writing in a journal are things that are already important to you and that you are discovering so you can describe the coffee for yourself and you can remember okay i know exactly what i meant by this coffee seems a little bit spicy reminds me of cinnamon and baked goods specifically i'm thinking about a glazed pastry sweetness finish to it and whatever it is you're trying to review or describe whether you're talking about your feelings towards a particular brewer or you're talking about your feelings about a coffee roaster you've encountered online and maybe you looking back at your notes a a year or two later and you're like what did i think about this guy what did i think about this particular thing Mm -hmm. and as long as you can find that in your journal, if you can have a good system to find those things in your journal, then you've got a great uh, tool. You've got a great resource for yourself that can also fuel what you're writing for the blog. The, the notes that you can put down in a journal just make a lot of sense to me that it's it's something you don't have to over-engineer. You don't have to overdo like you may feel you are doing when you're writing for that post on Instagram, like with the fewest words, how can you convey a lot of value to your people that want to check out your photography and see your coffee brews and see what you're up to? I feel like your audience of one makes it incredibly personable. And it's one of the reasons why I find note taking and journaling very attractive. Yeah, I can. I I definitely second that. With one of the things with the blogging is like whenever I want to reference something, I was like, do I have uh, do I have a something I can you know on my blog that I can reference that you know people will understand. But yeah, with when I write something in a note, I was like, I know exactly what I mean. I don't have to say like, well, like see, uh, I got to write a post on continuous pouring first, so I know what that is, so I can reference that in my notes or whatever. So that's good. Yeah, and uh, I've taken I've kept a personal journal off and off too. I did kind of a thing where I did that for three months every day and that was just great to look back and see and one of the things i wrote in there every day was what coffee i was drinking while i was uh while i was journaling so that was fun to go back and kind of recap on the coffees of the quarter of the year or whatever <laughs> and i like this section in your article finding 100 ways to do it wrong using deliberate p- practice and then you, you know chronicle what you found what you discovered that does or doesn't work for sure in what you, yeah, what you put into your journal. Really clever. I, I like that idea because so much about coffee, craft coffee is experimentation. There's no 100% right or wrong way to produce a coffee. So maybe when you're just trying a new roast, you want to deliberately do something to cause it to be better so that you can record that and later reference like, what what expectations should my to, should my readers expect about this coffee? And if someone says, Later, when you make a reference to it, oh, yeah, well, anytime I use that coffee, it just tastes better. You can look back in your journal and say, oh, I know what they did wrong. Or, you know, I know how to solve that problem by bringing it this other way. Because you don't need to put all that information into an exhaustive, lengthy blog post. But some of the, those things you want to record, you can quickly jot down in your notes in your journal. 
That's true. Yeah. And then one of the things that's nice about the journal, you know, when you're putting something out on like a public, uh, to the public, like a blog, and you say, oh, you know what? I did this. Some people will be like, what? You know, <laughs> you, you know, it's, there's no, there's no pressure. You can do whatever you want. And you're not that you can't do whatever you want, you know, and put it on the blog too. But, you know, there's no, uh, you know, I say, oh, I tried that. I was a terrible idea. I don't know why I haven't tried that, but I tried it and now I know that for sure. You know, so that's, that's part of the doing a hundred things wrong is like, yeah, try stuff. If you want to, you know, crank the grind all the way down or if you want to, you know, whatever you think is a great idea to try is give it a shot and see. And it's in your journal and you can remember it and laugh about it. Or you're like, that's great. I have no idea. I had no idea that, you know, that was going to be, you know, such a success, you know, because it's so outside the block, the box. So. So this led you to create your own journal and it's a moleskin. It's impressive. I like the design. You've got your logo on the back with that excellent logo we talked about earlier. And then you got the Chemex on the front. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's nice. I, I like the moleskin. I, that's normally what I use, you know, when I journal and stuff, I like the, uh, the other one with, that I like is the field notes, but they got the, all the lettering on the, the front. So I was like, well, I can't, I can't do it on those. So, um, but I thought I'd, I'd start out with trying the, the moleskin and see uh, how that went. And then, yeah, if anyone else knows uh, a notebook I could check out to put a nice Chemex stamp and my logo on the back, I would be up to, to change it up. We were kind of talking about this before the show. Was, I like handwriting and a written note that you can see with you know, your personal hand. So it's right in there with kind of things I value. So, so uh, how often do you, I mean, do you keep a journal in your back pocket? And when do you think you make the most time to write? I'm all over the place with the journal right now. You know, I got, so I have a, uh, I have one that I keep by my kind of on my brew station that I just have a pen and it's, I have a, ma- a clip with a magnet. That I just kind of like put right there on the right next to where my grinder is. So I can just grab that and jot down notes while, while I'm brewing. And then um, I, I also have a, that's one of the small moleskins that I keep in my kind of my pocket for like, you know, coffee blog notes. If I think of something, I'll jot it in there. Or if I, if I'm driving or something, I'll do like cereal or, you know, remind me to, um, write about this or something. But, uh, I've also been kind of exploring Evernote, uh, cause we're kind of moving all our kind of personal stuff into there. And I got a pretty big file on Evernote. No, just like, you know, I could, it's nice. You could put like links to articles or things in there too. So I kind of have like a, three-pronged approach right now trying to figure out what works best for me hmm. all right well john anything else you wanted to describe for the show our listeners today uh yeah i think th- i think that's it uh thanks for uh for having me on and always a pleasure and where would you like people to find you online then yeah you can find me uh on my website brewingcoffeemanually.com and then you could find me on twitter as well at brew coffee man manual which is uh the brew is b-r-u and then coffee, and then just manual, M-A-N-U-A-L. Uh, the Instagram is uh, Brewing Coffee Manually is my username, so just like the website. If you want to check out my kind of the things I got going on over on uh, my the stuff I'm selling over on Gumroad right now, I'm kind of exploring, exploring that. So that's uh, my username on uh, Gumroad is Brew Coffee Manual, like Twitter. So it's uh, gumroad.com, gumroad.com slash brew coffee manual is me so you could follow me there if you want to uh, have updates on products and stuff i haven't heard of this company before i'll check them out it's pretty cool you know they have a pretty simple kind of point of sale system you can send out you know emails to people or subsets of people and stuff so i've been sending out some you know deals and stuff to people who follow me their coupon codes or information about stuff that's coming up if you want to check that out uh, go over there and uh, sign up all right thanks john thanks for joining us for episode 42 
This is going to complete it for this interview episode. You will find the show notes at topbrew.fm slash 42. If you would like to keep up to date, follow us on Twitter. The show is there. We have at topbrewfm because it's like internet radio people. You can also find us at facebook.com slash topbrewfm. And if you are a barista, a roaster, a connoisseur, a just an average Joe or some enthusiast like John here, and you would like to share your story, then please email us about getting an interview on another episode of the Top Brew Podcast. Send that to joe at topbrew.fm. Send your email to joe at topbrew.fm, and I'll be sure to read that, and I'll follow up. What listeners want to really hear is, you know, people that love coffee as well as they do, and if you have something to share, it'd be great. And I want to give a special thanks again to our sponsor, Thrasher Coffee, to show your support for this podcast. Enjoy their Thrasher Coffee and let them know that we sent you. Use the coupon code THANKSTHRASHER to get 25% off of your order and think about Christmas. Christmas is coming, y'all, and you want to get some coffee, craft coffee, to give as gifts. Now is the time to do it. I am Joe Darnell. Thanks for listening to the Top Brew Podcast. <laughs>